Shalom and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. Friends, it's a fitting coincidence that this teen-led service with dinner following and an overnight, this entire high school night. It's a fitting coincidence. Tonight's the night planned by Emily Groff Heilborn and Carly Green Abramson for our youth because we're beginning tonight the third book of the Torah. Vayikra, Leviticus, on this Shabbat. It's fitting because for centuries... When Jewish kids began learning about this precious legacy called Judaism, it's the third book of the Torah they learned first. They didn't start with Genesis. Now, we Jews in 2023 may wonder why, since Vayikra, Leviticus, gives detailed descriptions of the sacrifices, the korbanot, that were offered in the ancient temple sanctuary. In in our modern society, the idea of those sacrifices is unpleasant, foreign. Some would describe it as disgusting, repugnant. But actually, not all the sacrifices included animals. Most didn't. And when a cow or lamb was involved, it was like a kosher Corky's barbecue with no hiding, as is done today, with chicken, beef, or lamb. Ask a little kid today where chickens come from that they eat, and most of the kids in the second grade will say, Chick-fil-A. That was a joke. Our ancestors, on the other hand, if and when they did eat meat, they were aware of the sacrifice involved. For their food. But the Chancellor Emeritus of the Jewish Theological Seminary, I think he makes an even better point as to why this third book in the Torah is one that every child and adult can understand. And the point is this God is in the details, very much in the details, because that's where we live our lives, in the details. This new book of the Torah conveys that everyday life can be wonderfully rich and good despite the fears that haunt us. Instead of running away from life into some philosophical discussion, Leviticus describes the nitty-gritty of the sacrifices, which were replaced after the temple was destroyed by what we're doing tonight, right now, prayer. Prayer in Hebrew is avodah shebalev. Sacrifice of the heart. The sacrifices were the way our ancestors offered up to God thanksgiving before they ever had prayer books in your laps. It was the way they attached meaning to their everyday lives, just as we do by turning what would be just another Friday night into Shabbat. You have to turn Friday night into Shabbat with candles, music, community. Shabbat is in the details of kiddush and candles, just as birthdays are remembered with cards and presents 
for family members and friends. Vayikra Leviticus is concerned with the details because if we wanted to capture Shabbat or Judaism in a picture, it wouldn't be this rabbi giving a sermon. What would be a picture of Judaism? A Shabbat dinner table. Family and friends around the Passover Seder table a week from Wednesday, year after year. We might even want to capture the joy of simple laughter. So this book of the Torah, we begin tonight until May 20th. Yes, I checked the calendar. It focuses on the details, the minutia of everyday life, because it's also in the details where we're more susceptible to a three-letter word most people don't understand Jewishly. The word is sin. Sin in Judaism, all it means is straying from doing what is right. It's not what you are. No one is in sin. Sin is something you do. And Leviticus is desperately concerned with helping us from straying off the path, straying from the way, sinning. And staying on the right path is what we call holiness, which is right smack in the middle of the third book of the Torah. It's written, you all have heard this, you shall strive for holiness, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Staying on the right path is holiness, and it stretches before every person in every situation, whether you're in the seventh grade or over 70 years old. Those we love and who love us help us not to miss the path. Parents help children. Children help parents. Friends help friends. A synagogue, especially in the teen years and through young adulthood, helps us remember what doing the right thing is about. This is the book where we'll read, You Shall Love Your Neighbor As Yourself. I am the Lord. And the Hebrew really helps because it's directional. It's not, you shall love a neighbor. The Hebrew, means love is toward the neighbor, moving yourself in his or her direction, bringing the two closer. And this Torah command to love is behavioral. It doesn't stop with the feeling inside oneself. Love you? No. It demands loving behavior, kind behavior. So Leviticus helped heighten ordinary experiences by focusing on the sounds like live music, by focusing on the tastes and smells and desires that comprise life as we live it every day. And that's why, I think that's why, Leviticus is such a hard book for modern Jews to crack because we forget that the tastes and smells of everyday life back in biblical times are not necessarily the tastes and smells of life as we live it today. But regardless of when we live or where we live, over a lifetime, human desires are the same, and so are the daily details of life. I just want to share with you four daily details Leviticus discusses that are still with us today. Here they are. Eating, washing, speaking, and I'll use a euphemism, 
intimate relations. For the next two months, Leviticus will say over and over, make distinctions in those four areas. Be careful. What our ancestors are trying to do, or were, just as I hope we are in 2023, is to work through the details of our everyday life and sanctify those details. Instead of sacrifices, our contemporary everyday concerns are things like school, jobs, mortgages, retirement, end of life. Chancellor Emeritus Arnie Eisen writes, and I quote, Leviticus knows of no other way to proceed but the everyday. Leviticus wants us to find meaning and joy or at least satisfaction in the everyday world where we actually live among the family, friends, community who are best able to provide it, including a loving synagogue community like this temple, which exists for each of our lifetimes, not just birth and bar mitzvah, but long after we graduate high school, college, or our places of work. God is very much in the details because that is where we are, even if we're not very good at the so-called normal day today. What do I mean? In the Jewish community, we're great at special events like holidays, weddings, bar bat mitzvah, maybe even graduation or an occasional Shabbat like this. We're even good at crisis time as a Jewish community, like when there's too much anti-Semitism or a need to rescue Jews or help Israel. But if we're honest, we aren't as good at sanctifying the day-to-day or week-to-week, which is why this teen band and teen team and teen-led Shabbat is so wonderful. Together with Emily and Carly, you teens are bringing Jewish meaning, not to the school of rock, but to the school of God. This place Jews are supposed to treasure, not just twice a year at the high holidays, but on a random Friday night in March like tonight. That's the challenge arising from Leviticus to bring Jewish meaning to the places where Jews stand all the time. And why is this important? The joy of finding meaning in the details is that you realize every minute, every second, every Shabbat is a gift. Everything you do counts. Everything you do matters. And before a song, I have to close with a story that makes this point more emphatically. It's the story of an elderly man walking on the beach one afternoon. And he saw a young girl picking up starfish, which had washed ashore. And the girl, she wasn't that young. She was around y'all's age. She was throwing random starfish back into the ocean. And this older man asked the girl, why are you doing this? And she replied, the starfish would die if they were, this was left out in the sun. And the older man said, but girl, the, the beach goes on for miles and miles. How can your effort make any difference? And then the girl looked at the starfish in her hand. She paused. She threw it back safely into the waves. 
She looked at the older man and she said, it makes a difference to that one. It makes a big difference to each one. That we can make a big difference to someone in small ways is the big idea in this new book of the Torah we begin on this Shabbat. What better place to practice that than at temple and in our homes? What better group to model that than the youth co-leading tonight's service who throw starfish into the sea and remind us tonight just how much this random Shabbat can matter when we make it special as these teens have tonight. May each of us continue to grow as we go. And let us say, Amen.